0: everyone and welcome back to Page to Stage,
1: a conversation with theater makers.
0: We're your hosts.
1: That's Brian. And that's Mary. To put it simply, we're both theater nerds.
0: So let's pull back the curtain and get a glimpse at the artist's process while creating their art. At luckylandslots.com.
1: Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group, void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions supply. And guys, we're so, so,
0: so excited. Because we're starting a podcast.
1: Ah, I can't believe it. <laughs> we both are avid fans.
0: We're big podcasts podcast in general. Listeners.
1: Anything. I started with true crime and now I'm kind of just listening to a lot of different genres. And I, I
0: started way. with theater podcasts.
1: Brian and I talked maybe a month ago and we decided that
0: we're gonna do a podcast together
1: because why not
0: (laughs) and when we were deciding what we want to do we decided it has to be about theater because that's what we're both interested in but we wanted to hit some topics that maybe other podcasts that we normally listen to that are already out there don't cover
1: and also chatting with people who maybe aren't being represented
0: yeah, on like, podcasts already. like right now, the podcast that I listen to, a lot of them are just interviews with other actors talking about acting and, and how they And there's nothing wrong with actors. that because
1: we definitely are interviewing actors. W- we're in going to do that too, so, so. so
0: I'm not subtweeting our own podcast, but <laughs> we want to hear from stage managers and playwrights and
1: producers and designers
0: and so many other people that normally aren't represented in the podcast realm.
1: But first we want to introduce ourselves to you guys
0: it's kind of like a mini podcast interview yeah of each other
1: exactly because if we're going to be your co-hosts for this thing you i think you get should know, know a little bit about us
0: <laughs> let's get to know each other it's like a absolutely. first date
1: absolutely and if there's anything that we missed find us on instagram at page to stage podcast
0: and, and where uh, can you find yourself on instagram like mary
1: uh, yeah, Where, so um yours? on Instagram and Twitter, I am at the Mary Dina. Dina is spelled d i n a because people actually always ask me that really? Yes
0: it's yes. another name I so know
1: but I also get I actually Dinah, which...
0: when I first had you on social media when we met, I thought that was just like your middle name because a lot of people use their first and middle name.
1: yeah, as I get their
0: all uh, throughout Facebook high school names.
1: people actually even actually continuously throughout my life. there have been people who have thought that Mary Dina, is like my first name
0: it's like a little stage name
1: it's a little no yeah yes sure
0: <laughs> and if you want to follow me on instagram you could find me at brian sadita brian with an i
1: simple easy
0: simple gotta Irish. make sure
1: people can find you yeah so i guess we're gonna kick this off so brian said earlier we both work in theater so i'm gonna ask brian some questions about oh what he's doing um so, Brian, I knew that you went to Montclair, Montclair State.
0: Montclair State University.
1: Ooh, I got my uh, Go Red master's Hawks. there, so got that in common. <laughs> and we
0: didn't know that until I after, know. like, months of knowing each other.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh,
0: wait, you know what? I knew that you were there. I didn't know that we were there at the same time. Because I remember you did tell me that you got your master's at okay. Montclair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was in the acting program.
1: BFA acting program. Woo woot, woot. Were you there for all four years?
0: I was there for all four and a half years. And a half years. Four and a half years. All right, we're
1: gonna unpack that. So,
0: <laughs>
1: so I guess one. My first question for you. So, are, are you were you from around that area? Did you go to school there? How did yeah. you find Montclair?
0: So Montclair State is like five minutes from where I grew up. I grew up in okay. Total, New Jersey, and yeah, it was a a very local school. I didn't have to move away, uh, so I commuted to school every day. Mm and a state school state tuition prices that was good but also the program was really good and and so that was a really huge plus that i had a program that was really good that was so close and affordable and also it was so close to new york city it's a 12 mile um, yeah, it's radius really to close. New york city. and honestly i didn't want to move away from the city to go to school like i didn't care if i had to move to new york city or anywhere in that radius that i'm used to but i didn't want to move any further for school yeah so
1: so was the program is it like a liberal arts program or is it so a conservatory is that the it's word? not
0: a conservatory yeah. program but it's moving in the direction that's more conservatory based so it's not like we have you know acting and movement and uh voice five times a week but we definitely have all those classes each semester for at least six semesters um yeah it was it was a great program there's a lot of opportunities to make your own work and that's encouraged and I did a lot of that which was awesome because I'm really interested in directing as well so I directed a bunch of uh student student uh, works
1: so did you do any of the like summer stock
0: I didn't do any summer stock in the classic summer stock definition that people think of when they hear those two words together. But I did a lot of shows on my breaks over the summer, always tried to look for things to do over the summer to keep it going and put what I was learning in class to use. I did, uh, you know, a couple, like, I would look for films and stuff like that to do to build up my reel. and then this past summer i decided to do an internship at broadway teachers workshop which is where you and i met yes
1: broadway teachers workshop is a professional development opportunity for theater educators and honestly directors choreographers or anyone who's really in the business honestly because the workshops are educational
0: for everybody it's
1: not just geared towards theater education
0: yeah i mean as somebody that was still just on a college summer break it was an awesome opportunity to fill my gap with something that was educational and hearing from people that are working in the business and and, and it's doing a great their thing
1: to network too i've met so many amazing people a yeah, lot of what wi- a lot of who will be here on the podcast yes you i'm so will excited to introduce them to them. you guys um yeah i've been with them four or five years now wow so I started off as an intern, and then maybe a year or two or two or three years after that, I switched to the freelancing part of, with them. So I do their social media and their photography for their workshops. So I do the student summit during the school year, teacher's workshop in the summer. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. And that's how I met you. Woo! So thanks, Pam and Gordon. <laughs>
0: thanks. <laughs>
1: um, so you mentioned you wanna, you're interested in directing, and that's kind of where your focus is, would you say, right now?
0: I think that you can pursue both at the same time. I think that I'm primarily focusing on acting right now, but there's a lot of uh, directing projects in my mind and things that I'm always thinking about, especially when I to go to see shows and performances. I, I, My mind is always thinking like an actor and a director, which I think helps me in the rehearsal process for both.
1: Hmm. That's really interesting because I get that and I've kind of had that. Because I wanted to be a director when I was in college. And even going through grad school, I kind of wanted to be a director. And sometimes I still think I could or I might be interested. But I usually, I find myself in that same thought. Yeah. But I think it's weird and not in a good way to have like the actor and the director side of your brain. Because they focus on two entirely different pieces it's, of the puzzle.
0: They're two entirely different pieces of the puzzle. But when you're doing theater, you're all going for the same result. In the end. I mean like everybody has their own idea of what the result is but like we want the show to work mm-hmm. right. You want to tell the story. I, yeah we want to tell the story and I think that as a director, actor, director, actor, back and forth, I think that the the acting portion helps when I'm directing because I know how I would want to be directed, how I would like to be spoken to by a director.
1: Mm-hmm. And so I know right now you're working in a casting office.
0: Uh, So I'm just finishing up working working at a talent agency. A talent agency. Yeah.
1: And so what piqued your interest there?
0: Well, yeah, so I'm interning there. Um, One of my professors from Montclair reached out to me and said that his representation was looking for somebody to intern in the office during pilot season just to, you know, Pilot season's a really busy time at an agent's uh, yeah. office. So I thought it would be really nice and educational and hearing the other side of the business.
1: Yeah, I've definitely... I've always wanted to work in a casting office just to get that experience and oh. know what it's like.
0: So a lot of... So it's not a casting office. It's the agents that send you into casting okay. offices. So casting, I would love to work in a casting office yeah you know just like to intern at a casting well, office because i think that that's another valuable thing so like i think the difference is
1: so it's the representation yeah
0: so these are agents that are trying <clears throat> to get their clients work right mm-hmm. but a casting office is actually working with the creative team and maybe we will bring a casting director on this podcast to we explain definitely this better we definitely and an should. agent yeah we, we could do that but just really really in short the casting office the casting directors that are casting the project and so the actors go to audition for the casting directors and then they're like oh we have this list and then it's like okay here's this list directors now you can see them in the callback or whatever or on tape ah, yes, and stuff yes, like yes, that yes. so they're completely two different jobs but both really important yeah for the actor for the for people for the just production. for relationships, because mm-hmm. that's a lot about what this business is, and I think that that's a lot of what our guests are gonna say this business is about. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So that's what
0: I'm, and and I'm also working on a podcast.
1: Yeah, you are.
0: <laughs> so Mary, <laughs> let's hear about you. Uh, so okay. you're from Delaware.
1: Yes, I am.
0: And did you do theater throughout high school?
1: I did. I started actually. If you ask my parents i started as a child doing some stuff
0: i did do i was at the ripe age of six <laughs> my parents put me in community theater
1: i'm gonna say something that i'm probably gonna regret later but when i was like four or five you know those old like maybe not even all of those like dust pans that like you can stand up and like the stick like it's like that like
0: yeah 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 it
1: has like the stick so that was like my height and i used to use that oh as a microphone and i used to watch the 10th anniversary of les mis on vhs dating myself probably wow. and belt my heart out to that Eponine song. I still
0: had VHSs when I was younger too. Don't worry. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Um, but yeah, so I started there. Um, I then kind of like through middle school, I think I focused just more on singing, which is like really ironic because I definitely don't do that now.
0: You don't do any singing now? No,
1: not oh at all. Oh my god. I know.
0: So you went to undergrad in Delaware? Yeah. And what did you go for? Um, what school? So <laughs>
1: I, I applied and was accepted as a psych major. Was oh. going to do psychology and go like the therapist route. Um,
0: I find that so interesting, but that's like the theater actor person in me. That's like psychology of a yeah, character and all absolutely. that. I'm so interested in that.
1: I'm also, which is, I'm also very interested in knowing people's stories, and I am a very good listener. <laughs> Not to like do my own horn, but I. Yeah. That's just something that I've. I've just like learned about myself and I just... Well, we
0: know you listen to so many podcasts.
1: <laughs> um, which I think is fitting now because now I get to listen to our amazing guests tell their story and get to learn about them. And so, yeah, so I quickly, I think before or even at my new student orientation, I actually was like, nope, I'm going to drop that major. And so I, without telling my parents, I became an English education You're major. You're an
0: adult. You're 18 by then. You don't oh, have yeah. to tell them you tell them that
1: so okay. um so i became an english ed major and for three years three years i was an english ed major at the end of my junior year junior year right before i was about to start student teaching i was like i i was watching my friends who were education majors at in different field different areas and they were so passionate about it and i was not passionate yeah i thought if i could be an english ed major then I could get a degree in teaching and then teach theater, but I didn't want to teach theater. I worked in college as a director. I worked at a black box theater. I also taught classes for the kids there. I did a lot. I, did, I worked in their admin office. It was for a, lot, a huge part of my life growing up. I had that piece of me that was interested in that, but I didn't want to make that my career of just teaching theater or just teaching because it wasn't,
0: it wasn't going to be fulfilling for yeah, you yeah and
1: why i mean unfortunately or fortunately i don't know i well, at i went through 20 three years. years old
0: you don't have to do anything yeah. for another 40 that you don't want to do yeah.
1: yeah and also i didn't i felt like if i went into something that i wasn't passionate about especially with teaching that was going to be a, it was going to be a disservice to the kids
0: right and also it's like you know i'm sure we've all had those teachers that are at the end of their careers and are so jaded and have had their days and it's like they probably started out as really excited teachers that wanted to teach.
1: Yeah, I had a very adult conversation with both my parents where I was like, I'm dropping that part of my degree or my major. You know, I had to go, I had to go home, I had to have a full conversation with them and my dad to this day, we still talk, we still laugh about it where he was like, you can't make a career out of this. Like I don't understand. Well, I,
0: I was initially going to be a math major. Like <laughs> I actually put my deposit down at a school to go for math. Like math education. That sounds
1: terrifying. I, you know I what? hate math.
0: <laughs> I, I actually, I have kept math in my life. I'm a math tutor uh, on the side for kids. Oh, that's
1: cool. I didn't even know that. So
0: I still keep math in my life as everybody keeps math in their life because math is everywhere.
1: I know, but that's now we have talk. this thing on our phone where it's called a calculator that goes with you all the time. I'm talking
0: about algebra. Okay, maybe algebra is not there every day. But anyways, <laughs> I digress.
1: Um, and so I was, they were basically like what what is your plan like you're about to graduate and were you like, able to
0: finish in four years or did you spoiler, have to go a little spoiler longer? alert yes whoa I You know. beat me
1: well here's why so i i basically was just dropping the education part of my major and mm. so in the english department education was like a concentration if you yeah know. and then they also had other concentrations so i switched to a drama i was also a theater How minor convenient. i should mention that i was a theater minor so i was collecting you, credits yeah. of theater and english an education um
0: you knew you knew the whole time
1: <laughs> i did i think yeah i definitely you did. know
0: what you probably when when did you feel like you were inching towards that towards, towards theater what?
1: towards theater i mean i think going into college i think when i switched from psych to to english ed yeah because i wanted i think i think i knew my end goal was to teach theater mm-hmm. at that time and so then i just took the teaching part out of it and i just still had theater you know
0: yeah and so, so after college did you go right to grad school yes wow so
1: basically what i told my parents was i'm going to grad school i'm dropping this and i'm going to do this and i'm going to pursue theater in some capacity probably directing and i'm going to grad school and they were like okay um and it took a, it took a minute but they've both come around and they're super supportive and i went to montclair state moved up to north jersey i'd never lived That's a in big jersey move.
0: yeah like South Jersey is probably more like Delaware.
1: Yeah, it's like right... I've yeah' it's not too to fun.
0: Delaware, but it's what I associate.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's... Any other
0: part of like this area yeah. that's not like right outside of New York City. Yeah. Because like when I tell people I'm from Jersey, they're like, oh, Jersey Shore. Oh, this, that, and the other... No, like North Jersey right by New York City. So it's like we're practically in New York City, just very suburban.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it was... It was different, but also... There were a lot of similarities between my experience at the University of Delaware versus Montclair State. They're both state schools, but also they both had like the campus, but then real life around it. Versus, because yeah. I I've been I toured other places and I visited other places that it was like a bubble, and I didn't want that.
0: Yeah, totally. Like if you're in a really small town, it's like yeah, that's the city is that university. Yeah, it feels whereas Montclair there's there's so much life around it and like I said there's a train station right on campus that brings oh, you right to the, New York City.
1: It was very helpful. It was very helpful to get to the city, although it wasn't great if, on the weekend. Well,
0: right, but I never had to deal with that cuz I was from that area and I had a car. Yeah, I didn't have a I could car. Do whatever I, I did not have a car. So then after you graduated Montclair,
1: after I graduated, I was at a loss. I did not know what I wanted to do. I was like, okay, so I wanted to direct up until that but then i was doing a lot of arts admin work and i had experience before in college but i didn't know like what to do like i wasn't getting connections with directors i wasn't i didn't like yeah i was i didn't know what to do and so i talked to my advisor that's like a little bit of
0: how i feel in the directing sense as well because like at least for acting i could go to auditions right like i can't audition to be your director yeah so networking thing for sure yeah definitely
1: (laughs) um i applied to a few jobs like arts admin jobs that interested me i had also between year one and two of grad school i worked at bucks county playhouse in bucks county pennsylvania um and so it was it's beautiful if you have not been you have to go
0: i have been my high school used to do those um, oh the student theater, festival? the student theater festivals oh, so where we would uh, prepare like a 30 minute ver- yeah. truncated version of whatever show we were doing the play and the musical and then we would we would go down there on a field trip oh, that's so cool
1: they compete- still do that by the way
0: i know my high school still goes
1: they i think they just celebrated their 50th anniversary last wow. year which is wild
0: it's it's beautiful we always loved that field trip because like that area is just so beautiful it's and beautiful. it was always like at the end of April or beginning yeah. of May, so it's like it's really nice. Things weather. are
1: blooming and yeah, the birds are chirping. It was it's it was honestly, it was amazing, and I loved the people there. And so when I graduated, I had reached out. At that point, I was like, maybe I'll be a company manager. Maybe I'll work in their management office. So I reached out to a person that I knew that still was there, and he was like, "There's nothing in this office, but we have an opening in the development office. Which, if you don't know, it's fundraising for nonprofit theaters, not creative development, which a lot of people thought that's what it was and so I was like I don't really want to write grants I don't mm. really have an interest in that I, I don't think it would it's in my skills and so my advisor was like honestly I wish I would have had experience in development so take it consider it at least <laughs> so I was like okay and so I was interviewing with a few places and ended up landing with that one and I was there for three years and I
0: you must have enjoyed it.
1: I loved it. It was great. I learned I learned a ton about development.
0: So what made you uh, leave Bucks County and come up to the city and move up here full time?
1: During my time in Bucks County, I was actually going back and forth because like I said, I was freelancing with probably teaching. Yeah, te- you were crazy.
0: Group. You would wake up at what? Like <laughs> 3 in the morning, 4.30 Four in, in the morning?
1: morning? 4.30 in the morning and I'd leave my house by like 5.30 and to get drive to, New to the train York station nine. to get to New York by 9. Um, A lot of times I was working... I'm
0: sure you listened to a lot of podcasts on that. Oh,
1: I did. Oh, I did. (laughs) Um, And did that sometimes I was working seven days a week, especially in the summer when they had their teacher's workshop and I was also working full-time at Bucks. They were great and I was able to use vacation time and other time, like comp time to go off and do that still. So Bucks was really great at being supportive. Working with your
0: schedule, that's great.
1: I decided to leave because ultimately... Development was not what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I learned a great amount of like skills and tips and just a different side of the business that I would have never received otherwise. So like we should definitely have someone out there on the podcast that's fundraising related. I was doing a lot of events for them, like fundraising events for Bucks. And I learned that I'm interested in producing. I worked very closely with the producing director, Alex Fraser, um, and I started to to question whether or not like why why did I like directing so much and was it maybe I was interested in producing instead and so I had a conversation with him and with a few other people and events there were for me very similar to the idea of producing because you're producing in a whole event you know you're having to come up with the everything from like the details to like who's performing or who's the host and all that stuff who's being invited and like how much are tickets or whatever and so i started looking for jobs in new york because one i i knew that it was time for new york for me <laughs> i knew that i was eventually gonna go back and i it just felt right so i took that leap and uh
0: and where did I you now, land
1: i now work for a uh, tony award winner um ken davenport i am his uh events and social media and marketing and podcasts and all this stuff with him and it's great and it's fun. I'm also learning a lot, which is amazing. I think that's something that's very important is that if you feel like you've stopped learning, yes. It's time to especially now in my late 20s.
0: Oh, late they're, 20s. They're
1: amazing, honestly. <laughs> I highly recommend it. I think that you need to be challenged every day. Something needs to make you question something, anything. You need to be able to evaluate things and have a conversation with yourself even. And I wasn't I got a point I got to a point at Bucks where I, that that was I wasn't doing that on a daily basis, maybe a weekly basis, but I I needed to grow. And so, you know, like, every, you know, I spent three years there and I did a lot of work and got a lot of, you know, support. And so you, you just move on. And now I'm re- being challenged and I'm receiving um, feedback and just growing, which is great yeah so
0: it's totally a different ball game than what yeah we used and to. also
1: it's so weird because non-profit going to a, like a for-profit oh, it's such County a was
0: non-profit yeah oh i didn't know that
1: yeah well that's why i was fundraising right <laughs> so you fundraise for a non-profit <laughs> um yeah that's the, I, that that I, I underestimated that switch in your brain for sure at, at least on my end working on the fundraising side like i had to bring in and i mean i meaning the team Mm -hmm. had to bring in money had to raise money yeah so that's me and also um i freelance social media marketing yeah with broadway
0: (laughs) teachers group
1: yeah and for some other places i've done some small gigs here and there um i i'm consulting if you will for some friends for social media stuff and for some colleagues that that i've met people that i've met along the way and i'm doing a podcast
0: we are doing a podcast (laughs) yes we are so now that you've met us, we hope that you would like to meet our guests.
1: You're going to love our guests. they're Come so on.
0: fun and exciting. And we've got some really cool people lined up for you guys. And they're just all really insightful people for what they're doing. And they're all at a different point in their career, which makes it so much more interesting for us because we're not getting the same conversation each time
1: yeah but even if they were at the same level because i've sat through panels and conversations before and people who have been at the top whatever that top is for for, for you they as always the listener, want something
0: next right
1: yeah but their journey to to that place is so different That's for true. every single yeah. person and so the fact that we get to sit down with people who are at the beginning of their careers or who are seasoned and hear about what it's like and what their process is like as a stage manager or how they prepare as an actor or what's the first step as a director and etc i think is I, i'm just i'm very excited for
0: yeah because i mean bottom line if zero people listen to this podcast if our mothers listen to this podcast only you she know, better you know we're still doing it because we're learning as much as it is for other people to listen to as well the excitement that we have is is what's really important to us.
1: Yeah. At and least we're to living me. the dream. We're started a podcast. Come on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and there will be mistakes along the way, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. But also, it's like we, live theater. Let me tell
0: you guys, we I have love, this is not live. <laughs> we have uh really gotten a crash course in audio.
1: Honestly, we need we need some sound designers up in here to talk to them because we... I have a lot of questions, but also I have a lot of respect for you guys. It's like I think it's the one area in theater that is still
0: a lot of the tech positions me. Like I wouldn't know how to program a light board.
1: I took a lighting internship when I was in college with the professional theater on mm-hmm. campus, and um, it was terrifying. It was, yeah. it was. I was like, "Whoa, because this is like so not... intense." Yeah. Anyway, I'm not for gonna a future podcast.
0: <laughs> we will learn with you
1: we're coming at you every other week at
0: least that's the initial goal yeah. is every other week and um who knows maybe there'll be bonus episodes and stuff like that <laughs> Always we don't bonus know episode. this is kind of like a bonus episode
1: yeah i would love to know what you guys
0: where your interests lie
1: want to know yeah because like we are
0: interested in certain things and certain people but I'd love to yeah. know what areas of the business you guys are interested in hearing about. And if there are certain questions that you may have, you could DM us at...
1: Page Stage Podcast on Instagram. I would love to know, and I'm sure Brian would too, how many of you listening are in college and have questions about what it's like in the real world? Because I know when I was in college, I did. And honestly, even post-college, I still have those questions. Yeah. And sometimes now at 27, I'm like, how do we do this thing? So, please ask us questions.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and feel free to like tell us what you are pursuing if you're in school.
1: Absolutely. If you have anyone that you'd like to recommend, you know anyone in the industry, like we said, we're willing to talk to. We'd love or to talk from, to from like a
0: particular show that you're. Yeah, that you're really interested in. Hearing. We love to
1: talk to en- in any career, any field in the in the industry. So don't hold back. Send us your suggestions.
0: And if you are enjoying our podcast if you enjoyed this first episode if you could take a couple seconds to just rate and review us wherever you're listening to this podcast we would really appreciate it and if you could share it with your friends and family or anybody that you think would be interested in listening to these types of conversations with us
1: even strangers on the train
0: the dogs (laughs) it's
1: definitely the dogs just
0: the dogs (laughs) i was gonna say your dog I said the dogs anyways <laughs> thank you all for tuning into this first episode thank you. and we can't wait to bring you some really cool conversations with theater makers
1: that's brian that's mary you've just listened to page to stage podcast the first episode Woo! we'll see you next time we'll
0: see you next time bye bye